Hello and welcome to Leftist Reading, a podcast where I'm a leftist and I read things. Today we're continuing with the curriculum of Marxism-Leninism that is talking about some of the foundational principles of the broad leftist theory of communism and how it's developed over time. We're currently going through a lot of different kinds of dialectic ways of processing situations and how to look at them. And so, let's continue. 5. Essence and Phenomenon A. Categories of Essence and Phenomenon The essence category refers to the synthesis of all the internal aspects, as well as the obvious and stable relations that define the existence, motion, and development of things, phenomena, and ideas. The phenomenon category refers to the external manifestations of those internal aspects and relations in specific conditions. Annotation 155. Understanding essence and phenomena can be challenging at first, but it is very important for materialist dialectical analysis. Essence should not be confused with form. Form represents the stable internal relations of the component content of a subject, whereas essence represents the synthesis of all internal aspects, as well as all obvious and stable attributes which define the existence, motion, and development of a subject. Phenomena are simply external manifestations of a subject which occur in specific conditions. The essence of a subject is not dependent on conditions, whereas in different conditions the same subject will exhibit different phenomena. For example, COVID-19 is, essentially, a specific virus strain. That is to say, all of the internal aspects and stable relations that define the existence, motion, and development of COVID-19 are synthesized as a virus which we call COVID-19. The phenomena of COVID-19 which we can observe in patients would include symptoms such as fever, coughing, trouble breathing, etc. The essence of a cloud is water vapor in the atmosphere. That is the synthesis, the coming together of all the internal stable relations and aspects which will determine how a cloud exists, moves, and develops over time. The phenomena of clouds are all the things we can sense. The appearance of big fluffy white things in the air, shadows on the ground, and sometimes rain. Essence defines phenomenon. The internal attributes and stable relations will produce the phenomena which we can observe. A cloud is not essentially defined as a fluffy white thing in the air, that is just the appearance a cloud has to our human senses in certain specific conditions. B. Dialectical relationship between essence and phenomenon. Essence and phenomenon both exist objectively as two unified but opposing sides. The unity between essence and phenomenon, essence always manifests through phenomena and every phenomenon is always the manifestation of a specific essence. There is no pure essence that exists separately from phenomena, and there is no phenomenon that does not manifest from any kind of essence. When essence changes, phenomena also change accordingly. When essence appears, phenomena also appear. And when essence disappears, phenomena also disappear. Therefore, Lenin said... Quote, the essence appears, the appearance is essential. End quote. Footnote 5. 
the opposition of essence and phenomenon. Essence is that which defines a thing, phenomenon, or idea, while phenomena are diversified and conditional. Essence is internal, while phenomena are external. Essence is relatively stable, while phenomena continuously change. Annotation 156. Essence and phenomenon are simultaneously unified and opposite because neither can exist without the other, yet they have completely opposite features from one another. Discussing the essence and phenomena of physical objects is relatively straightforward. The essence will typically encompass the physical object or system itself. For example, a car engine is essentially a machine. That is to say, the synthesis of all the internal aspects, the engine parts, as well as the obvious and stable relations. The relations between the parts of the engine, how they are assembled and work together in the engine system. That define the existence, motion and development of the engine, the way it works, are what essentially make it a car engine. All of these essential characteristics are internal, relatively stable, and remain the same regardless of the condition of the engine, i.e. they continue to exist whether the engine is turned on, turned off, inoperable, etc. The phenomena of the car engine are all the things that we can sense from it, but this can vary a great deal depending upon conditions. When the car engine is turned off, it will be silent. It may be cool to the touch. It will be at rest. If the engine is turned on, the parts will move, it will become hot, it will make noise. In some situations it might smoke or even catch on fire. All of these phenomena are conditional, unstable and external to the engine itself. With ideas and abstract thought, essence and phenomena becomes more difficult to determine and analyze. Lenin discussed this in his Philosophical Notebooks, beginning with a quote from Hegel. Quote, Dialectics in general is the pure movement of thought in notions, i.e., putting it without the mysticism of idealism. Human concepts are not fixed, but are eternally in movement. They pass into one another. They flow into one another. Otherwise, they do not reflect living life. End quote. Knowing that Hegel was an idealist, Lenin wanted to strip all idealism from his conception of dialectics, and thus made it clear that, quote, the pure movement of thought, end quote, simply refers to the fact that human thoughts are constantly changing, always in motion, within the living human mind. Writing, quote, the analysis of concepts, the study of them, the, quote, art of operating with them, from Engels, always demands study of the movement of concepts, of their interconnection, of their mutual transitions, end quote. This is a description of materialist dialectical analysis of human thought. We must understand that human thoughts are always in motion, always developing, and always mutually impacting other thoughts. Quote, in particular, dialectics is the study of the opposition of the thing in itself, of the essence, substratum, substance, from the appearance, from being for others. Here, too, we see a transition, a flow from the one to the other. The essence appears, the appearance is essential. Human thought goes endlessly deeper from appearance to essence, from essence of the first order, as it were, to essence of the second order. 
and so on without end. End quote. This is where Lenin introduces the concept of essence and phenomenon, or appearance as Lenin puts it, as simultaneously oppositional and in unity. Essence refers to the qualities and nature of the thing in itself, its internal components, relations, etc., while phenomena represents being for others, that which external observers can sense or witness of a subject. However, as Lenin notes, essence and phenomena have a dialectical relationship with each other, a flow from one to the other. The essence appears by exuding phenomena which we can sense. Conscious thoughts also have essence and phenomena of their own. With thought, the development from essence to phenomena is constant and inevitable. The essence of each thought leads to thought phenomena which develop in turn into the essence of new thoughts in a constant flow. In this sense, essence and phenomenon of abstract thought is somewhat different from essence and phenomenon of physical objects. But physical objects can have the same dialectical pattern of development. For example, the emissions from the engine of a car can be considered phenomena of the engine, but as these phenomena build up in the air, along with the emissions from many other cars, they can develop into a, a physical subject with a new essence of its own, which we call air pollution. We can also think of the light which comes from the sun. The light itself can be thought of as a phenomena of the sun, but the light energy can be captured by solar panel and converted into energy, creating a new subject with its own essence, which we would describe as solar energy. In this sense, it is possible for phenomena to have phenomena. If you witness light waves in the desert, which cause an optical illusion, then the illusion is a phenomenon of the light waves, the light waves being the essence which exuded the phenomenon of illusion, and the light waves are the phenomena of the sun, the essential subject which exudes the phenomena of the light waves. Essence and phenomena can also be contextual. In some contexts, physical objects which have their own essence and phenomena may be the phenomena of some other entity. For example, archaeologists can't observe prehistoric civilizations directly. They can only study the things which are left behind. In this sense, we can think of an archaeological artifact, like a stolen tool, as a phenomenon of a prehistoric civilization. The tool has its own essence and phenomenon, but it is also itself a phenomenon. A single stone tool can't tell archaeologists much about an ancient civilization. However, archaeologists can gather many phenomena, tools, structural ruins, nearby animal bones and seeds, human remains, etc., to look for patterns which reveal more insights about the essence of the prehistoric civilization which exuded those phenomena. Quote, Dialectics in the proper sense is the study of contradiction in the very essence of objects. Not only are appearances transitory, mobile, fluid, demarcated only by conventional boundaries, but the essence of things is so as well. End quote. Lenin here points out that proper analysis hinges on understanding the essence of a subject, since the phenomena are fleeting and subject to change. Most notably, we should look for contradictions within the subject. See definition of contradiction and common characteristics of contradiction. 
because contradictions are what drive dialectical development of a subject over time. C. Meaning of the methodology. If we want to be accurately aware of things, phenomena, and ideas, we must not just stop at studying their phenomena. We have to study their essence. Only through examining many phenomena of a subject can we fully and correctly understand the essence of said subject. Annotation 157. With physical objects, we must study the phenomena to know anything about a subject, since phenomena is, by definition, that which we can observe. Only through systematic, repeated observations can we come to understand the essence of the object which exudes the phenomena. Because phenomena can change based on conditions, we must observe phenomena under various conditions in a systematic way. This is the basis of all scientific inquiry. This is also true for analyzing aspects of human society. To understand a social system, we must observe its phenomena systematically over time and look for patterns which form under various conditions. We must also keep in mind that social systems develop and change over time, and so the essence might develop with or without changes in phenomena. For example, the phenomena of the United States of America have changed significantly over the years. The national flag, military uniforms, seals, and other iconography have changed throughout the history of the USA. Similarly, there have been many presidents, and the governor... <coughs> and the government and constitution have also been through many changes. That said, the essential nature of the USA's political economy has not changed significantly since its foundation. The USA has been a capitalist bourgeois democracy since the beginning and remains so to this day. Regardless of which bourgeois-dominated political party holds power in the White House and Congress, Whig, Republican, Democrat, or otherwise, the essential nature of the USA as a capitalist bourgeois democracy has remained the same. According to Lenin, quote, Human thought goes endlessly deeper from appearance to essence, from essence of the first order, as it were, to essence of the second order, and so on, without end. End quote. Footnote 6. On the other hand, essence is what defines a thing, phenomenon, or idea. Therefore, in our perception and practice, we must recognize a thing, phenomenon, or idea based on its essence, not its phenomena, to evaluate it correctly. And after that, we can make fundamental improvements. Annotation 158. For example, thousands of years ago, people observed that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west every day. Based on these phenomena, many human civilizations developed the belief that the essence of our solar system was that the earth was the center of the universe and the sun rotated around it. Today, thanks to scientific observation and practice, we have proven that the sun is the center of the solar system and that the earth is rotating around it, which is totally opposite to what many believed hundreds of years ago. In this case, the initially observed phenomena were misleading, and it was only by getting a better grasp of the essential nature of the solar system that we could better comprehend its functioning. It is usually easy to observe phenomena, since they are defined by being observable, 
but it's also easy to misunderstand relationships between essence and phenomena. Sometimes people get a false perception of essence from real phenomena, such as believing the sun revolves around the earth. Sometimes people attribute the wrong phenomena to essences as well, such as believing that all poor people are lazy. Phenomena can easily be mistaken for essence. For example, bourgeois liberal political parties often portray themselves as being pro-worker and therefore exhibit phenomena such as rhetoric, slogans, propaganda, and even platform positions which appeal to workers. These phenomena may confuse many into believing they are workers' parties when, in reality, they are essentially dominated by the capitalist class. The reverse can also occur. For example, workers may be fooled into believing that a ruthless capitalist politician or celebrity is working class at heart, falsely believing that the capitalist's class position is merely a phenomenon when in fact it is essential. Understanding true essence based on real phenomena is one of the most important aspects of analysis. It is the primary realm of science. In politics, misunderstanding or mischaracterizing essence and phenomena can reinforce false beliefs about the way society works, which can lead to promulgation of dangerous and reactionary ideologies like neoliberalism and fascism amidst the working class. For this reason, we must avoid examining phenomena alone. We have to dive deep to discover and understand the essential nature of things, phenomena, and ideas in our analysis. Possibility and Reality A. Categories of Possibility and Reality The possibility category refers to things that have not happened nor existed in reality yet, but that could happen or would exist given necessary conditions. The reality category refers to things that exist or have existed in reality and in human thought. B. Dialectical relationship between possibility and reality. Possibility and reality have a unified and inseparable relationship. Possibility can transform into reality and reality contains new possibility. Any given possibility, under specific conditions, can transform into reality. Given specific conditions, there could be one or many possibilities for the development of any given thing, phenomenon, or idea. Practical possibility, random possibility, obvious possibility, abstract possibility, near possibility, far possibility, etc. Annotation 159. Excerpt from Marxism-Leninism textbook of students who specialize in Marxism-Leninism. Reality has many aspects. It also has many tendencies of development. These aspects and tendencies of reality have different roles and positions in the development process of reality. For example, manifesting any given possibility into reality requires us to change a specific subject from one status to a different status. Some subjects are easier to transform and others are more difficult to transform. Some require us to change quality, others only require quantity changes. See annotation 117. Because reality has many aspects and tendencies of development, it is useful to classify possibility. There are at least four types of possibility in two separate categories. Editor's note. 
The categorization below draws a distinction between the obvious and the practical. The obvious is that which will certainly occur. If you drop an object, it will obviously fall. The practical is that which we certainly could make occur through human will. If you are holding an object, you could practically drop it. Obvious possibility and random possibility. See obviousness and randomness. Obvious possibility refers to possibility that will happen because conditions to make it happen are set in place so that the possibility developing into reality is unavoidable. Editor's note. If the conditions arise for a hurricane to form, it eventually becomes obvious that a hurricane will form. End note. Random possibility is possibility which may or may not happen depending on how external factors develop, our actions, the actions of others, etc. Editor's note, whether or not a hurricane may develop on any given day is, from our human perspective, random, since we do not have any technology to cause or prevent the development of hurricanes. Other events may be more or less random. We can, for instance, prepare for an incoming hurricane to minimize the risk of harm to human communities. And no. Second, based on the practical relationships between subjects, we have practical possibility versus abstract possibility. Practical possibility means that conditions in reality which could make something happen are already in place. Editor's note, if you have all the ingredients, knowledge, and equipment needed to make a pie, you could make a pie. The material conditions are in place. End note. Abstract possibility is possibility which may become reality in the future, but the conditions which would make this possibility become reality have not yet developed. Editor's note. It is an abstract possibility that you could make a pie even if you don't have the tools, ingredients, or knowledge. It is possible in the abstract that you could buy the ingredients and equipment and learn the necessary skills to make a pie. Near possibility simply refers to possibility which may become reality in the shorter term. Far possibility refers to things which may happen in a more distant future, relative to the subject being discussed. In social life, in order to transform a possibility into reality, there must be objective conditions and subjective factors. Subjective factors include the ability of humans to change possibility into reality. Objective conditions refer to the situations needed to make such a change occur. In other words, humans are able to subjectively change possibility into reality, but only when the objective circumstances exist in the external world. C. Meaning of the methodology. We must base our perception and practice on reality. Lenin said, quote, Marxism takes its stand on the facts and not on possibilities. A Marxist must, as the foundation of his policy, put forth only precisely and unquestionably demonstrated facts. End quote. Footnote 7. However, in our perception and practice, we also need to comprehensively recognize possibilities which could arise from reality. This will allow us to develop methods of practical operation which are suitable to changes and developments which might occur. We must actively make use of subjective factors in perception and practice to turn possibility into reality whenever it would suit our purposes. Annotation 160. 
This idea is perhaps best exemplified in the traditional Vietnamese proverb, you can't just open your mouth and wait for fruit to drop into your mouth. We have to actively apply our will through practice and labor to develop the best possibilities into manifested reality. See more about subjective factors in annotation 207. And that is going to do it for this week. If you have any questions, comments, corrections, or suggestions, you can email leftistreading at gmail.com or contact the show on Twitter at leftistreading. Our intro and outro music is Decisions by Eric Medias. You can find it and more of his work on soundimage.org. This show is hosted by the Abnormal Mapping Network. You can go to abnormalmapping.com to find this and lots of other leftist podcasts, as well as going to patreon.com slash abnormalmapping to find lots of bonus shows there. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and keep reading.